Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, episode 52, May 25th, 2023. So glad you could make it. Episode 52, which means we're wrapping up the first year of DT Madness, as there are 52 weeks. In a year, 52 times 7 is 364. And uh, so next week, we'll begin the second year of DT Madness. I appreciate all of you listening. I'll share some stats like most listen to episodes and all-time downloads and maybe where some of the listeners are coming from. But I know that it's just a handful of you out there, um, perhaps a few that I know about and maybe a few that I don't uh, that tune in each week. And uh, that's pretty cool. So appreciate you. Um, I, I wanted to go. <laughs> I, I just have to. All right. So I, I always think about this, things like, you know, how far away should you be if you're walking down a hallway? You know, if you're walking down a hallway and it's just you and one other person, or if you're passing by them, you know, on a street or something like that, like, when do you look up and wave? How, how soon do you look up and wave? You know, I'm sure I've talked about this in the past 50, 51 episodes, but, um, you know, a lot of people just look down the whole time. I sometimes try to look up and catch your eye early, you know, especially at the school, just to make people feel uncomfortable and awkward. And, but like, you know, there's that kind of golden zone where you pass somebody by, you look up, hey, how's it going, you know, and then you look away. <clears throat> and and then there's the, like, there are things like how far away is somebody for you to hold the door? Maybe this is just a Southern thing, but like, if somebody's five feet away, then you hold the door. But if they're 15 feet or 25 feet, do you, do you look back? And if you look back, then do you, do you then are you kind of roped into holding the door? And do you do you shuffle faster if you're the person that the door is being held for? You know, if you don't want to hold the door, you just go straight in and you don't look back and pretend like you didn't see the person anyway. Like I think about all of those type of of social conventions. But I was down at the river yesterday, and and at the Green River, I'm sorry, at the Greenway at the Broad River, uh, there's uh, you know there. Really cool trails along the river that I, I like to go downriver some and upriver some. And yesterday I was going downriver and um, to to go sit on my original my original rock where there was a snake one time. Uh, but anyway, there were these two girls. I mean, it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was it was kind of the kind of the first day of of spring around here where it was got, it had gotten really warm and so. It was a bunch of kids down there, a lot of college kids and, and other people down in the afternoon uh, enjoying the river. And they were, these two girls were walking in front of me. And so, you know, like again, social conventions, I'm not going to try to walk up on them. Although my practice is when I go walk at the river, I walk really fast to get to where I'm going because I ser- that serves as, as kind of my exercise, cardio exercise. Uh, and so I'll walk for 15 or 20 minutes really fast and then get to where I'm going and then sit down and enjoy the, the scene. And so 
you know, I, I'm walking pretty quick pace. And so I'm catching up to them, which most people, when I'm in that situation, most people will step to the side and realize that I'm walking faster than them and then let me pass. I mean, just the day before there was a group of, of, of guys and they had this massive, I don't know, like massive dog. And so I was shuffling my feet a lot behind them to, to try to let them hear that I was behind me so that I didn't startle them or the dog. And then once I, once they heard me, they moved to the side and I walked by, but these two girls, like they would walk and they would be just, I mean, they were walking at this, at the, at the pace that would keep the right distance between us. And I didn't want to like, you know, freak them out either. Um, and so, but, but they would stop, they would stop and take pictures, like take pictures, you know, like double selfies, but then the one would go somewhere else and do their little hand on their hip thing. And, and all that's cool. I like to take pictures at the river too. Um, but as they would stop, of course, then I would catch up and like, there were, there were times where, I mean, I was like, I don't know, five yards, you know, 50, I don't know, 10 feet behind them. And, um, it got kind of awkward. I would slow down a little bit, but I just kept waiting for them to, to stop. And then at this, they just took off running. They took off running, which I thought, okay, that's fine. I, I, I understand where they're coming from. But then they would stop again on the trail and like this kind of yo-yo effect was was happening. And finally they ended up stopping and sitting on the bench, which was good. I was glad they weren't going down to my rock. I, I don't like that when people get on my rock as though I've claimed it. But anyway, that was a whole different type of social convention uh, that, uh, you know, kind of awkward. I don't know. Anyway, I, I really do like jazz i think i was talking with isaac the other day about all the different types of music that i listen to and i think that he was kind of skeptical because perhaps in the past years uh, year or two um i've only really listened to fish when when it's playing out loud here at the house just uh fish radio on xm or live fish or whatever and you know, but I, I like a lot of different kind of stuff. I mean, I listen to classical music in the morning, whether it's Chopin, whether it's Beethoven, Mozart, um, you know, Nocturnes is what I'm going for uh, as I wake up in the morning. I like the piano chill, uh, Apple music thing. I listen to my native um, flute music uh, oftentimes, especially when I'm doing my stretching routine. But I mean, I listen to Wu-Tang. I like Outkast. I like... Um, whatever i like listen to the beastie boys or sublime like i've got all of that kind of flavor too and any kind of classic rock whatever i love natalie merchant i like i, I will go back and listen to some old live or counting crows or something like that i mean dave matthews whatever and and but i, I like jazz as well and i think that really like i mean i love joshua redmond miles davis coltrane um but I guess I consider Fish and the Dead in particular, I consider that jazz in a lot of ways, especially when they get when they get going, like in a in a long thirty two minute dark star like I just listened to um from nineteen seventy three or you know, a a a big blaze on or you know uh <clears throat> whatever. 
Reba, Boa, any of these kinds of songs from Fish or The Dead that drag on until 20 minutes or, or more where there's a there's a there's a a pattern i mean there's a framework i guess is what i want to say there's a framework you kind of know where it's going eventually but within those parameters i guess within that framework there's just a whole bunch of room for improvisation for experimentation a whole lot of room to feel new avenues um to hit walls and dark places and try to grind your way back out and that finding your way back out of that that tension is is an amazing part of that type of jazz that i'm that i'm talking about like i I don't think i will listen to songs i don't i'm really not the old guy that's like you kids today in your music but I don't want to hear music that's just, that fits the the radio pattern. I mean, I don't think I listen to a song that's called a bop. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really here for a bop. Um, I mean, except for maybe that one song, like, look what you just made me do, look what you just made me. But is that really, I don't know, like, to me, that's Taylor Swift at her finest. (laughs) I said that almost with a straight face. Um, but anyway, that's, that's the kind of music that I do enjoy. And now it's time for Tea Time with Mara. An early tea time with Mara this morning. In fact, I almost started it this way, but, uh, yeah, this is the, uh, this is the part where I'm pretty pretty open, maybe even more so than usual on the DT Madness, pretty vulnerable, and try to share the things, the shadows that I encounter, and maybe it was coming out of being sick, I can still hear it in my voice, like the uh, post-sick slash allergy voice, but um, it, it, it's, I, we have this vote, I'm going to say it, good, I know you're listening. But uh, we have this vote at school for Teacher of the Year, and like I only ever got nominated one time, and that was last year. And I think I finished second. Whatever, like whatever. I, I have been really working hard. I've really been trying to do the best I can do. I teach four different classes. You know, I teach African American History, I teach AP Psych, AP Government, and I teach Civics. Um, whatever, whatever. I do a good job with all of those classes and I've haven't missed very many days whatever 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 I know I sound like a spoiled little kid here and that's part of the shadow um, that's part of the tea time welcome you know this this part of me that uh, feels I don't know like rejected I don't know if it's that far but I didn't get my name on the list to even be voted for and it's kind of like one of those things that happens when you're in high school it's a popularity kind of thing like each department puts their person up and oftentimes the person gets it who's going to retire and it's like a ceremonial thing like that but man it really knocked me it really knocked me down um and i i had gone down to the river to sit on my rock uh whenever that happened last week and i was really sad like part of it was i i kind of had 
you know, I was in this place and every other one of my kids, my one is at college doing his own thing. My middle one is driving and able to manage her own time. And she was dropping the other one off. And like, I was just kind of contemplating time and where it is and where it seems to be going and how it seems to be going. And, and that was a part of a little bit of DT sadness, but I just really began to doubt my contributions. Like, and I was, hmm, what is it, Mara? I was ashamed, I guess, like that I'm having this little tantrum, this little pouting spell for something that really is a bit trivial. I don't know. It's not trivial, but so I was, man, I was sad for, for several days, like really down in the dump sad and just really trying to understand what my contributions are both at the school, but just in general, like, you know, what am I doing as, as mayor? What am I doing as a man? And so, uh, and, and I know about ripples. Like I, I, I believe in the bucket of life, the original sponsor, really. Um, I believe in the bucket of life and that even the smallest ripples, even when you do not see them, you do not see their impact. You do not see where the ripples flow. I believe in planting sequoias, you know? I know that these seeds that we plant, that we may not ever see the harvest, I know that it's worth it. But it was tricky for me. It was difficult for me to try to come out of that. And so I've been trying to trying to welcome that um, that shadow part of me and understand uh, what the, what all that was about, but that was a good time. And so I uh, I sent this text. Like I've been thinking about. So somebody mentioned there's this character in Jumanji that just follows the script, right? Like there's this character in the in the in the new Jumanji with uh with the Rock and and what's his name and all those guys, you know, like uh. And he's the guy at the beginning. He just follows the script. That's all he does. And so Sam, I guess, had mentioned that these people were NPCs. And uh, I sent this text to, to Sam and Good the other day that says, all right, it took me a minute to look up because I can never remember the acronym. Because I'm not really a, a gamer type person. But but anyway, but, but it's NPC. I think it stands for non-playable character or something like that. The characters who follow the predetermined set of behaviors. Maybe this is unfair, but it really uh, seems, and I stand by my claim, we are surrounded by NPCs. It can be overwhelming to try and resist becoming one. But I urge you both, keep writing your own script. Keep looking for the plot holes in the existing scripts. Carpe diem. And so I sent that text to Good and um, and Sam. And I, I've been talking about you know being stuck in the script and... And, and saying that around my 14-year-old Isaac, who, who has these notions anyway. And so uh, it's kind of blowing his mind some, I think. But what, what do I mean by the script? And I, this is a jazzy episode. Like, I, I have not typed any of this stuff out. A lot of this is me working through these, you know, parameters, but but improving a little bit. And I, I just don't want to become cliché. 
I don't want to be the person that only speaks in cliche, cliches. Um, I don't want to become numbed to the the all the parts of existence that are both extremely joyful and extremely terrifying and and hurtful and and then all the rest that's kind of somewhere in between. I don't I don't want to become numb to all of that and then somehow just fall into a pattern of life that I, that has been prescribed, you know. And and I don't mean to really cast judgment on other people. I'll get to that a little bit more in a second, but because there's a whole bunch of external things happening. I mean, it's a lot of conditioning that has occurred, you know, and along, along the way and, and is very, very powerful. But, um, and, and look, I I don't, I got my own deals for sure. I, I know that on here, if you listen, you know, I like to paint my toenails different colors and I had them a nice, nice blue that matched my pink shirt that I wore out to 300 East a couple weeks back. And, um, but it, it's warm now. And so it was time to go announce baseball at the, uh, at the Crest High School game. And, and I am up there with some, with some old country type Trump type guys, you know, and I like, I enjoy my time with them. It's not, this is not about them. This is about me. But I knew I was going to wear my Birkenstocks, and so I came home and I asked Sydney if she had any things that make the toenail polish go away. And they do have this stuff. There's this, there's this toenail polish remover, and you just put it on this little cotton, and it wipes it right away. And that happened. That was easy. And Sydney was cracking on me, and rightfully so. And she's like, "Oh, are you insecure about being in the press box with your painted toenails?" And yes, absolutely, I was. And so I don't. I don't know. I mean, like I'm, I'm trying to think about there are okay scripts. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, the toenail issue is one of those, but there are like, I mean, there are, there are times where there isn't anything to say. As I was planning this, my, my good friend sent me a text about his grandma passing away. And I'm sitting here thinking about not wanting to be a scripted person. And so what do I reply? What do I reply? You know, sorry for your loss, and it is kind of standard. And I, I just said that I was really glad that I got to meet her. She was a firecracker for sure. But I don't know. You know, there aren't always words to say to people in those situations, and so we do have our social conventions. You know, we do have um, those types of things that are normative that that help carry us through those times, and so there. There are scripts that are okay. I mean, I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have norms. But there are ones that I'm aware of already that I know I'm not okay with. Like, I don't I don't really want to get caught up in the whole money thing. I don't really want to get caught up in you know, I've mentioned it before, like just being just being cliche and following the path, following the crowd. Because that's what you're supposed to do to fit in and all this kind of stuff. But but it, but in saying that, like, there's no script for not being on the script. You know, I mean, I think that's a lot of times that even being yourself becomes part of the part of the cliche. I don't know. Rambling now, maybe I'm hitting one of those walls that I got to work my way out of. 
but these are the things that I've been I've been thinking about. And I mean, like if I walk by somebody that's got a mullet, you know, for me, I I kind of judge because that is that's part of the flow right now. That's part of the thing. And if you want to identify in this certain way, whatever. Like, but but it, it could be somebody that's anything. I can be judgy. I can be judgy of those kinds of things. But what I want to do is if, if, if I'm going to be about writing my own script, then I got to be willing to let you write yours. As Jerry sings so beautifully in eyes of the world, sometimes we live no particular way, but our own. And so this isn't a situation where I get to write the script and then you all have to follow along not it like that this is a crazy thing where we're all writing it down we're all we're all playing our part of in the jazz ensemble you know in some parameters but but each stepping up and blowing our own notes so Anyway, because I mean, you know, like I said a couple weeks ago, we exits. <laughs> and that's something I'm trying to come to grips with. And, and there's no running away. There's no, there's no trying to control. But I, I think like the message that we get from TV, the message that we get from media is that you can turn back time, that you can, you can escape. And yeah, I, I don't. I just want to live, man. I want. I want to live, man. <laughs> yeah, you like that one, Davi? I know you did. We, we were watching West Wing, you know, like we're watching West Wing and um, Charlie. Anyway, there's this episode where he just kind of steps up. The the guys are talking about you know leaders that inspire and. You know, we don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the next four years. We don't know what's going to happen in the next week. But if we have people who inspire us, if we have people who, you know, seek the greatness in 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 life and in each other, then we will be ready. We'll be ready to handle whatever it is that comes. And then this Charlie just kind of steps up and makes a statement and he kicks in. You know, that's the thing, like. He contributes. And I, Sydney laughs at me because I'll get teary-eyed watching a bunch of stuff. And she, I don't know if she heard me, but like I was breathing heavy during that particular time, trying to stop from just completely sobbing because that's what I'm talking about, that type of contribution. But let's take a halftime break. Just a, a random bunch of stuff to talk about. I got a, I got a weight bench, to uh, to be here at the house. I don't like. I don't want to go to the Y. I just don't want to go to the Y. I don't. And all I got are twenty pound dumbbells at this time. But that's all I need. I'm not trying to get jacked. And Isaac's been using it, and I think Sydney's going to get onto it as well. And it's a nice foldable one, so it doesn't take up a whole bunch of space. Um. So yeah, there's there's that. We got we're we're a weight bench fam now i'm waiting on the car wash people to call me back man i've gone through this place hundreds of times but whatever happened like i got off the track or it come i don't know what happened man but i got this nice cut just right in the front panel 
I don't know, right in the front panel of my brand new car, and I'm not happy. It's one of those things, you know, I'm a Cars 2 guy. I'm a Cars 2 guy, and the dents and the scrapes, all those things, they carry a story, you know, and that's a literal thing happening right now with my car. I believe in that in life, too, though, that you shouldn't try to polish all that stuff away, that, that that's it. But, man, so anyway... The car wash people are looking at all their cameras to see if they can tell if it happened and all this. And I don't really fully expect them. I don't fully expect them at all. I don't really expect anything. I'm sure they'll say we don't see anything, whatever. I don't know. It's a bummer. It's not like, mm, it's a bummer, man. I do have a handyman update, or at least uh, 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 keep your eyes out. You know, keep your ears open. But the, the old toilet that we have, it just... I don't know, it seeps, like, it's not leaking, it's not, it's not leaking, like, my water bill was really high, but then that turns out that was because Sam was home for Christmas break, because then the next month, it was down, like, it was way down, like, a huge shift, and so, I mean, I guess I'll keep an eye on it when it comes out in a couple of days, but, you know, it's not, it's not leaking, but there's some type of, mm -mm, I don't know, and it's, in fact, one of the fun games that we have is go in and listen to the toilet and see if you can come out and, and and mimic the sound because nobody thinks that what I just did is exactly what it sounds like. But 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 it kind of is. It's like, it's kind of like that. And I've jiggled some stuff, you know. But I guess I'm going to have to get into YouTube and how to fix my toilet. And the cedar cabinet that my dad made, I got we got one of them inside and we put one of them out on our front porch to house like all the tools and stuff. And it's a really cool cabinet and the wind blew up in one of the doors the other day and it snapped it off. Um, honestly, I'm going to probably pass that one on to Isaac cause I think he's already got a plan for how to, uh, maybe glue it back with some wood glue. He's going to take the thing off. So maybe he's my new handyman. I just want to let you know that I'm back to the strawberry salad and I don't really know why I got away from it in the first place. Maybe just cause I'd eaten it every single day, but man, I'm going to tell you what, a little bit of spinach, chicken, grilled chicken and cheddar cheese, shredded up strawberries. I'm a thousand island guy. As my friend Robin used to say, thousand island. And a dusting of feta. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. I, uh, me and, and, uh, I'm the mayor and that's cool, but, uh, the mayor pro tem councilman, uh, Litton, and then the town manager, Justin, we're all going up to Raleigh next Wednesday, uh, this coming Wednesday, a couple days from now, we're going up to Raleigh to lobby our, uh, our representative who happens to be the speaker of the house and our Senator who, um, and we want to lobby them to see if they'll help fund in the upcoming budget. Some of our streetscape improvements, some time of our, like our downtown revitalization, revitalization plans and such as that. And it's kind of like, man, I, I feel almost like Andy and Barney and going to the city and all this because I really am. I'm like, I'm thinking about what I'm going to wear and should I wear a coat? And, um, I, I had to plan it out exactly like, because I, I, I like to shave maybe about once a week. I don't like to, I don't like to shave when it's kind of just stubbly because then I get the little red bumps. Um, but if I wait until it's grown out a little bit and that's what I do about every week, just down, you know, below my neck. I mean, I'm talking, talking about shaving my beard. But, um, so I'm, I'm planning it out. Like, when when should I shave before? So I went ahead and did it Thursday morning because then I think, like, Tuesday night it'll be about ready. 
And I mean, I'm really am thinking like this uh, to go up there. And uh, I, I did call shotgun. So there is that. Like I did call shotgun as I was texting with the town manager. Um, but anyway, I'll report back next week on, on how that goes. Uh, and then finally, well, not finally, next to penultimately here. Um, man, we got tickets to go down to Charleston, down to Daniel Island for the WTA uh, event, uh, Women's Tennis Association event. Some pretty big name players playing. And so the five of us, the Gucci fam, we're going to head down to, um, we're just going to drive down. We're going to leave early, drive down. The morning session starts at 11 and we'll be there through the afternoon and then we'll, then we'll work our way back and, uh, excited about that, uh, for sure. I don't, I know Jess Pagula's playing. I know Sabalinka's playing, or at least, uh, they're, they're signed on to play, but like a good handful of top, uh, 25, 30 players. So I'm definitely excited about that. Um, my friend Kristen put this thing on Facebook about music categories, and you have to come up with the first thing that pops into your mind, and you can't use the internet to look it up. And so um, I'm going to say these categories, and I'll say them slow, kind of, but, but just to let you, if you want to play along. But like, you have to come up with the first song that, that pops into your mind, and like, you can't use the internet. That's, that's kind of the deal. And so something to wear. And I went with Sweater Song by Weezer. Yeah. If you want to enjoy my... It might not even be called that. Um, it, it might be even called Come Undone. But I think it's in parentheses, the Sweater Song. So I'm still going with it. A place, Carolina, in my mind, JT. That's James Taylor. Animal, Possum. A number, one. I don't listen to a lot of U2, but, but that's a great song. You know, there's a couple of other ones that I'll listen to by then. A color, Stella Blue. A girl's name, Greta. A boy's name, St. Stephen. Profession, bartender. And day of the week, Tuesday's gone. Well, I don't know if you... uh what you've been paying attention to. I'm sure if you're a TikToker or if you live, if you're alive, then you've heard that there are potential bans on TikTok and that the U.S. government is looking to ban TikTok. I'm not a TikToker. Um, in fact, I um, got back on Instagram and Facebook this past week. I got back on Facebook to to post the state of the town address and uh, I'll probably stick around on Facebook. I'd like to post pictures on of when we go to Raleigh and things like that. And we've got some events coming up in the town. Music on Main, if you're around Bowling Springs, come out Thursday, uh, Thursday evening for, for our Music on Main event. But I, I gave Instagram a day or two run, and it's just, it's that mind-numbing thing that I don't want. You know, like, I just get to scrolling and looking at nothing. I did find this one little kid who talks about what is lettuce and that is great but you know i don't know as people can text me that kind of stuff so i don't think i'm gonna make the run on instagram anymore but 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 back to tiktok you know there there are different things like there's there's the idea that that the chinese communists are stealing our data and they're mining our data and they're going to use it against us to influence us and you know i don't know utah actually uh passed a law and the governor signed it into law that would require um, minors, so anybody below 18, to get parental consent to be on any social media app or site and would require these social media sites to 
make available to parents any posts and text that the the kid had put on the social media site. It would also lock the social media site from like 10.30 at night until 6 in the morning, something like that, um, unless the parent wanted to adjust it. And so, I mean, I don't know. There's some First Amendment deals with all of that. There are other states that are interested. I know that the Seattle, I believe it was Seattle, public school system has sued many of the social media uh, apps and companies for the the damage that is being done to our kids in terms of of mental health maybe not just kids um but an interesting interesting kind of thing and i do think that it goes along with you know not being on the script i do think that it becomes mind numbing i think it i think these sites naturally lead to conformity you know they naturally do and you know i've been thinking about uh, what I talked about last week in my inability or my, I don't know what the word is, but like my not being capable of being met, you know, and I don't think that's the same as meeting you. I think that I can meet you. Um, I actually think I'm pretty good at that. But allowing you to meet me, allowing myself to be met in these types of ways where I fully release my vulnerability and my insecurities and believe that you want to be there in that space with me. You know, those things are difficult. And I'm not hating, man. I'm not hating on the kids today. and I'm not hating on technology. And I'm not talking about all that kind of stuff. I don't mean that, but I just know that for my own life, um, way before social media, you know, way before, I've been locked into my own self. Mm. As a perhaps as a survival mechanism in a lot of ways, but like, and I think that part of that is why it is difficult for me to be met because I'm, I've, I've, naturally been so inward focused and i don't mean that as egotistical or you know um like that i mean it's played itself out in that way don't don't misunderstand i've definitely been a pompous jerk in many stages of my life sorry to all of you that i went to high school with (laughs) but I, i just think about like the amount of time and it's five, six, seven, eight hours a day. These kids are putting in overtime in terms of screen time, in terms of social media time. I mean, it really is. I asked my class yesterday. We talked about it. I let them get their phones out so that they could look and it was 50 plus hours a week of being in your own mind. Even if it's you're scrolling and you're looking at other things like you're it's consuming you you know it's consuming me so i don't know i don't know what i think about the the bands and i don't know what i think about the first amendment and how it applies but i'm glad that we're having this national conversation and i hope that we can i hope that we can be honest with each other about it I had this professor to to wrap up. I had this professor. He wasn't my professor. We we went on a trip. I, 
I don't know what I've talked about in the last 52 weeks. So I'm, I'm sorry that I, if I repeat things, it's also amazing to me if you're able to be like, dang, you talked about that in episode 31. Once you come up with something new, that would be pretty sweet if, if anybody wanted to point that out. But we went on this trip, you know, we went on this trip out west my first year at Gardner-Webb. Uh, we went out to, to Yellowstone. We just rode in 15 passenger vans pulling pulling trailers behind that had our camping gear and cooking supplies and all that kind of stuff in there, tools and such. And we camped along the way at just some amazing places like a Devil's Tower and whatever, like the uh, the Missouri River and just amazing spots and we got out to Yellowstone and and did some work and the Grand Tetons and did some work and it was just an amazing trip you know and there was the professor that was from Maryville College I don't remember his name I'm sure if I if I pulled that journal back out I'd written down his name but um, he was talking to me about like Chief Seattle and I don't even remember like I really need to get back in but I just there is a quote from him that sticks out to me. In fact, I think he was telling me about a dream that he had had where all he was doing was just kind of floating through the air and consuming all of this stuff and then crapping it back out. I'll say crapping it. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't want to get into that pattern. I don't want to be in the pattern of just consuming and then excreting, you know, I don't, and then getting into that cycle and getting stuck in that cycle. I want to live to, 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 to suck the marrow out of life, you know. And I don't know if that has to be big. I don't know if it it can just be small things. I know it can just be small things, but but I want to find my contribution. I want to play, I want to play my part. And give it all I got, you know. Carpe diem. Well, this has been a Church of Six production. Brought to you by the Bucket of Life. Those ripples are real. They are. Brought to you by the Magic Rock times two. By the Wall of Belief. By the Token of Hope. This too shall pass. And by the foundation tower of stone. Nothing divine is desperate. Thanks for one year, y'all. Don't forget to believe and be live. Peace, my friends.